get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Oh, it's an EQC note Thursday. It's a thirsty Thursday. It's a Zeke's Pizza and Beer Thursday. Welcome into you guessed it. It's a Thursday. <laughs> Buck and Gas from the Carter Volkswagen Studio. Great show for you today. Uh, Cliff Avery will stop by at eleven twenty. Lunch with listeners, and then plenty of uh, beer and pizza along the way. Uh, how are you? How was yesterday's uh, show? Brad Adam is he still with us? Did we get him fired from Root Sports? Boy, he is difficult to well, work with. He's a diva, man. Oh, he's an man. absolute diva. I mean, if I've known Brad uh-huh. for a very, very long time, we had a great time, and it was. I had no idea that Brad had never done a show before. Now well, he's done enough broadcasting. Haven't you and, watched the pregame of Root Sports and realized that he really doesn't know what he's doesn't doing? Doesn't know what the hell he's up to. No, I, I was, I was kind of, I just figured somewhere along the way he would have sat in, and, and he's done enough broadcasting. Sure. This isn't that hard. He was great, yeah. But he was not. I've never really done. We didn't get him in mm-hmm. trouble. I don't think so. We you didn't never do know. I mean, where I'm, where I'm going to get a call from Root saying, you know, uh, we, uh, we've appreciated this relationship, but uh, we, we think it's time to move on. You know, TV has always been, especially, they're so, and I'm not saying just Root, I mean TV in general. Yeah. They are sensitive. I remember during oh, the 96 yeah. NBA Finals. Oh, hell, we're sensitive in this business, too. No, but I mean, we're not sensitive to, like, doing fun and goofy things. Oh, I see. Listen to me getting some guy in trouble just with a simple act. 96 NBA Finals on the floor in Chicago about a half hour before the game. Rod Simons is there. The uh, late, great Rod great Simons. Great Rod Simons. And, and he says, Gas, Gas, come over. He goes, we're getting ready to do a live hit. Okay, I'm going to ask you a few questions. I go, okay, great. And for some reason, I happen to have with me, and I, it wasn't yeah. mine, but somebody gave me a uh, a Sonics. Remember the cat in the hat hats that sure. were popular yeah. for a while? And yeah. I had a Sonics one. So I'm I'm holding it, and he's asking me questions, and then we're you know we're wrapping up, and I say, can I show you my new hat? And I put it on my head, and he's laughing, and I go, this looks great on me. Imagine how it'll look on somebody like you, and you know, Mister Hairdo there. Yeah, and I well, take it, and I mash it onto Rod's you can't head. Mess with their hair. But listen, no, no, no. Let me so let me finish that. Is, is Rod is like he's laughing? You Rod was an easy laugh. Yeah, he's laughing, and he looks completely ridiculous in this thing, and he wraps up his thing, and he tells me later, yeah, my my bosses, they were like, you know, that didn't really look good, and I'm like. <laughs> God, TV, the, the management of TV has a collective so, stick planted very so deeply in dark places. did we mess with his places. hair yesterday at all? I never touched his hair. To, was he wearing a hat? Normally when he comes in here, when he's not working, he'll go hat. He'll go baseball hat. He'll go golf hat. I think was he, he had a, a hat. hat. I think he had a hat, but he also yeah. had an entire set of luggage with him, and I never asked him what was in there. It was the oddest thing I've ever seen. He shows uh, up with, with, with like a roller bag full of like three things. I don't body know, parts. Hair product, body, body parts. Body parts, it, he's it, Dexter. He's the real life version of Dexter. That's maybe, what Brad is. Maybe it was his as he continues his Emmy search, which he still, I guess, has not seen. So, so she hasn't given the Emmy no. back to him. No, and won't respond. Angie, Angie, Angie Mantink, who accepted the Emmy on his behalf, mm-hmm. and because he wasn't there, and she hasn't given it back. I'm telling yeah. you, she's going to keep this thing. She won't take a picture and, of it, and he will forget about it. Eventually, he'll forget about it because he's going to win. He's going to amass uh, more awards. In fact, I'm told that next week that the Ballot Elks Club is going to give him. An award for the best sportscaster in the city. So it's a, it's a giant bronze elk, and it's a, it's Angie's going to be there. Yeah, it's a, actually it's a it's a live elk. It's a live he, elk. He gets a live elk. He gets to take home, <laughs> and so by that he's going to forget that he won an Emmy. Yeah, and right. she's going to put it up on her mantle, and she's going to have guests over, and she's going, oh, that's my Emmy, and just claim. Yeah, of yeah. course she. Is. How hard would it be to change the name on it anyway? Not. Do hard. they even have a name? Do they put the name on? They probably just give you the uh, Emmy. They don't no, probably... I think they put the name. Do they on personalize it? it? Take it. Take it down to which used to be a great sponsor of ours. And shoot, you should come on back.
Uh, athletic awards. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think yeah, athletic awards could probably change the name for you. I think they could, too. Oh, we'll talk to the folks at athletic awards, mm-hmm. find out what we did we did to, to make them upset. They're no longer with us. Now, well, you know, it could have been a lot of things. <laughs> Might have been they're upset about me putting a hat on Rod Simon's oh, head. Oh, probably. What, uh, how was uh, Schnitzel? Oh, how was, was Captain Schnitzel? It was wonderful. We had a great day over at Loyal Heights Elementary for the uh, cultural food potluck. Uh, it was what I w- I'm going to say it's probably the best potluck I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> I mean, hands that's saying down, something. I swear to God, that's saying something. Well, because a good potluck is hard to beat. Because you got about ten parents that brought in food. Um, so not everyone had to bring in food, but just you could volunteer. So there's right. about ten of us. Mm-hmm. So I brought. There was a couple people that did German food. So I brought in. Uh, I brought in the the Spetsly, the red cabbage. Spetsly is just a German pasta, mm-hmm. and then uh, red cabbage. Pretty much, you can figure out what red cabbage that's is. I've had and that. Then schnitzel. It's just yeah. it's. Like very thin breaded pork, right? Fried, right? Pretty, pretty simple, right? Uh, the kids didn't like the red cabbage, but I suspected that. I knew that was going to be the case. Yeah. The other stuff loved it. I mean, you can if you could take those noodles, and then I made a homemade gravy. Yeah. And then you know the great, it's gravy, so they're going to love that. Right. So that was good. We had um, before I get to the best item, we had uh, we had uh, we had Japanese food. We had. Uh, you said uh, Ethiopian. Uh, oh yeah, that's what I'm going to get to. That's the best. That's one. the one. Yeah. She brought in a. It was like a tofu. It was like a rice ball covered in, in a, like a tofu wrap, deep fried. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was, that was great. Uh, someone brought in like an Irish stew. Yeah. An, kind of like an Irish, not really a stew. It was like more of an Irish uh, potato salad. They didn't That take- was good. A German potato salad. Oh, I Someone good. brought in lefsa. That was part of the dessert menu, which nice. I love lefsa more than any, with covered in cinnamon and sugar. Uh-huh. Someone brought in jambalaya. Oh boy! Um, someone brought in Puerto Rican rice. That was amazing. This sounds fantastic. Uh, I'm going to your kids' next next German, year if I'm around. You're sitting here with yeah. Brad, and I'll go to school. German potato salad. I feel like, and then if I'm missing something, I apologize. The uh, then someone brought in an Ethiopian dish, which was the runaway winner of the day, hands down. And so it has. Have you ever had? It's I think it's called injara. It's like a, it's like a, it's a bread, but it's uh-huh. like a real spongy bread, and, yeah. And it's kind of you can tear it apart because mm-hmm. you don't use utensils, yeah. And as the the young boy was explaining, listen, you don't eat it with, you don't, we don't use utensils. You you just got to eat it with your your hands, and you eat it with this bread, yeah. And so it doesn't doesn't look great, and you look at it like eh, I don't know if I'm gonna like that. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like it tastes it's the kind of soury. And then a l- with that is like this pickled cabbage in like this red and green lentils. Mm-hmm. It's kind of spicy. Yeah. Hands down the best meal. We had great, I, I remember having great Ethiopian food in all things. It's been 20 years ago. The year the Huskies went to the NCAA tournament, they won two games in Washington, oh. D.C. Then they lost that heartbreaker to Connecticut, Rip Hamilton. You remember that year? So uh, that Not a heartbreaker. It was, it was an amazing day. And I was in Hawaii I, watching that celebrating. It, it depends on your point of view. I take your point. Uh, we did our show for three days in D.C. The the hotel we were staying said, oh, we have a restaurant. You can do yeah. the show there. It was an Ethiopian restaurant. Uh, and and the sense. two things I remember is they gave us everything on the menu. Yeah. We ate so well. And, and then B, and this is not indigenous to Ethiopia at the time, because this is how America was, everybody in the bar smoked. Oh, God I, I bless stunk you. You so bad of cigarette smoke by sure. the end of that three days. Why it was everything I had had to just be destroyed. <laughs> but the food was spectacular. Oh yeah, yeah well, I ate so much. I didn't even get to the dessert. the The lefsa was a part of the dessert, but then there was also um, someone brought in like a um, oh my god, I don't even know what it was. It literally was just a butter sugar cake. 
<laughs> and, and essentially, it was a butter sugar cake. But the and, kids loved that. And that was great. Yeah. And then someone brought in. Some, I think it was like a like a looked like a Swedish pancake, but was kind of rolled in like a look like a like a piece of paper that's been folded over like three or four times. Yeah. And you put like sour cream. What was it called? Sour cream. And you put like this jam up. That was unbelievable. But then the best dessert was uh, my guy Tomas from Portugal, mm-hmm. who made it was like a uh, chocolate coffee mousse <laughs> and then on the bottom of this thing was this graham cracker crust uh-huh it was i st- i took like five of them <laughs> i took like a late plate I how mean, much I'm, did you I'm, eat yesterday oh i i well so much that i got done we probably got home at 230 yeah. and uh, that was a good hour and a half nap did you crust like three thousand calories oh oh uh, yeah probably yeah sure yeah, I crushed that, that's it. massive Just absolutely that's, that's good work it was so good such good food. The wow. jambalaya was great. So it was fun. It was good uh, to hang out there uh, over at the uh, Loyal Heights Elementary. So it was fun. Good. good. So it was, we had a we had a good time, all for the kids. And we had a long discussion, as I as I put out there yesterday. We talked about, you know, the kids love sports. Right. We talked about ketchup on hot dogs. And? And we talked about uh, why RBIs are important stat in baseball. Some of the yeah. kids agreed on that. Yeah, sure. We talked to we 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 asked everyone's favorite athlete. LeBron got a lot of votes. Yeah, it was good. Good. Good group of kids. Did the kids show yeah. you how to get the game on Facebook? Uh, Were no. they able to do that for you? No. So then I got kids home. aren't into Facebook, right? Facebook's more an older so, end yeah. demographic. Yeah. So I tried to get on there uh-huh. yesterday. Couldn't get on. Because I have I have an account. Never use it. Right. I, so I could log on. Could never get on the game. Could never watch it. And then finally, I but I could see the comments. And then, you know, I kind of like perused through the comments. And I I mean, I could be making this up. But out of the 100 I saw, right. I'm pretty sure like 99 were like, this is the worst experience I've ever gone through. Wow. So, so it leads there. us to our daily poll question day. Because yeah. I know a lot of people were frustrated yesterday. They couldn't actually watch the game. And we'll get into some of the comments. Because people have left some very interesting comments, right. both pro and con. And this is 124 votes so far. And I think it's important to note the vote total. Because we're asking a reasonably serious one, kind of. How was your at Mariners at Facebook experience yesterday? And 41% say hated it. Okay. And we've put in there say why below. So we'll get to some of those comments in a while. 29% would fall into where my I would vote, which is okay, but the stream was poor. Okay. I didn't hate it. I kind of like different perspectives and I like different ways to consider but it. But it, the stream to me was really erratic. 20% said they loved it. And we're going to get to some of their comments as to why. And then 10% admit they fell down a, a cat vid uh, rabbit hole and just never oh, got out. Oh, man. I, love, That's when, easy I love when you get in the rabbit holes on YouTube. On anything. And, God, and, it's great. And, and Facebook can lead you right to it. Fake, Facebook's yeah, an entry sure. drug into that. And yeah. Boom, you're, you're a gateway drug my you're favorite, in. Yeah, my favorite's just Chris Farley videos. Yeah, I'll right. I'll find myself for two, three hours in, in Farley. I, I'll, I'll end up into old, like, 70s and early 80s concert videos. Perfect. Like, hey, this band yeah. here, like, really? They did a video? So you, awesome. it's, it's funny as hell. That's awesome. All right, coming up next, uh, we'll talk about the Mariners and other stories. Major sports news coming your way next. Now back to Fucking in the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. You only care because you're blind, Dick. (laughs) Hang on a minute. I don't think that's right. I'm not blind. I don't think that's exactly what they're looking for there, Bob. I know. We haven't given it away yet, but some point in this hour, Mm -hmm. you knuckle-draggers out there, we're going to give you a chance to win $100 thanks to the Emerald Queen Casino. It is an EQC Note Thursday. Is this our final EQC No this Thursday? So we finally reached our um, our max here. Yeah, we're, we're, the EQC's out of money. 
Well, no, they just yeah. told us that, no, you guys, you're done. Why they, can't they've, we were cutting you off. They've asked us to leave the building. They've said, look, guys, you can, <laughs> you, play any, you can play any game anywhere except this one. you got to leave. Yeah. So uh, your chance will be giving $100 away every hour all the way through the Dave Softy Mahler Radio Extravaganza. Let's see. We got the. Uh, we'll get to all these stories coming up here with major sports news in just a second. Uh, but a busy day. We got the World Cup starting. We got the, yeah. we got the U.S. Open underway. We got a red hot Mariners team that is playing great baseball. That was a fun game yesterday, and that's where we must start first. Yes, of course. On our major sports news, major sports news takes us to the Mariners. They sweep the Angels out of town. They prep for the hated. Boston Red Sox today. Now, I didn't watch the game. I don't think, well, my people on Facebook watched the game, but I didn't watch it. I listened to it. Mm-hmm. I listened to it. That's good yeah. for our business. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, it kind of took you back. Yeah, right. Uh, but, man, they just they keep finding ways to win. Hanniger is has been unreal. And, another and great, so much fun to watch. Another great defensive play uh, by him. And then, you know, I'll tell you, watching it on, I didn't think it was the greatest stream, but I'm watching the ninth inning and I'm like, Hanniger's going to hit a, one of those uh, things where you're thinking, God, I wish life had a betting window right now. Yes. Because I'd put a bundle on Hanniger ending this game. He just kind of felt it coming. And the best thing about uh, the game was I thought the reaction after the game of Scott Service. I've said, you know, when this homestand started, we're looking forward to the stretch of games, which a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of our fans and people said, oh, we'll just wait and see. We'll wait and see. Our team's really good. And if you don't enjoy and can connect with our club right here, you just don't like baseball. This is what we've talked about bringing the Pacific Northwest. We have a chance to do something special here this summer. Our guys feel it, and the people in the ballpark certainly feel it as well. You either with us or you're against us. You That's get it. on out. You don't like you don't like us. You don't like baseball. You don't like apple pie. You don't like America. Yeah, frankly. you're you're anti-American, yeah. and, and that's not a good thing to be these days. Good for Scott Service. Just like, I yeah. think we see a more freer, looser Scott Service here uh, lately uh, this season. That maybe it's perhaps because he hasn't been given a contract extension, so he's like whatever. We're 20, 20 games over 500. I don't care. I'm going to go out and guns a blazing. Yeah, 20 games above 500 cures a lot of things sure. in terms of, hey, I can say a little more of what yeah. I want. And I think at some point you go, look, you know, most managers in his position at some point you do have to say that. Say, look, you know, enough with the naysaying, enough with the. They've been through so much. Yeah, you know, they have they have overcome an incredible amount of things that have waylaid you know a lot of Mariner teams and a lot of other teams in the past. Good for him. I'm with you. That was awesome. It was awesome game last night because they keep doing it where they well, last night I guess yesterday afternoon they just keep they have this ability and it's 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 a great quality to have as they go down the rest of the season is they 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 have this belief in them no matter what the score is and no matter what the situation is that we're going to come back and win the game. Right. And Hanniger said it yesterday. He was in the he was in the video room with Zanino. They were sitting back there. They were had a couple pops and they were watching the game, watching some video. But and they said, you know what? I think it was like in the sixth or seventh inning. And Hanniger said to him, "We're going to come back and win. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back." And then he makes one. He makes a great defensive play, and then of course he hits the two run home run. And you think about it. So they haven't been twenty games over five hundred since August twenty fourth, two thousand seven. You believe that? That's amazing. Yeah, and, and it, it, think that, about that for a second. Yeah, so eleven years. It's unbelievable. You know, we talk about them into the playoffs in what seventeen years. Yeah. Haven't even been this far over five hundred, and and this is a pretty significant twenty is a pretty significant number. Uh-huh. You don't get there an awful lot. Even the great teams sometimes don't get there until right near the end of the season. Do you remember that year at all? 
2007. What stands out to you about that year? Is that the year Hargrove drove off in yeah, the little red, red truck? Yeah, the little red truck because Ichiro he, wanted him out. When he quit, well, man, but he's he's still, he'll remain forever. The guy who quit with the, his team yeah. on the hottest winning streak true. of all time. Yeah, true. And yeah. Um, I don't know that it worked well for him. No. I don't think that it worked well for the Mariners. This was a bad look. It was a bad look for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, that was the year that Mike Hargrove there in first place quits. Yeah. And gets on his little red truck and drives out of town. They were 73 and 53 on August 24th, 2007. And then they should have made the playoffs. I mean, they should have been in, but then they just, I don't, they tanked. They just played bad baseball the rest of the way. They ended up going 88 and 74. And I love John McLaren. He's one of the great guys yeah. I got to meet in this, in this business. But you're always going to wonder, had Hargrove stayed with a little more experience and a little, you know, would they have gotten to the postseason? Would Hargrove, would Hargrove still be managing? I mean, I, I think any team that looked at bringing, and maybe Hargrove really did just never want to manage again. But for a while, there any team that would look at him and go, geez, man, when things get tough, this guy may walk away from us. Or he was upset that a star player wouldn't do what he asked. Well, repeatedly, right? But I mean, there, that's not, there is a there is a little element you have to throw in there with Ichiro that he asked him to do stuff that he refused to do. Yeah, but that's not and the first he, time a manager's had to deal with that. Lots uh, of managers in lots of situations uh, have star players who won't do what they ask, and they find uh, a way to manage around that. I mean, yeah, Ichiro, when it costs you games and runs, I think at some point maybe the manager's got to step in and be like, "Hey, listen, the, the guy's not doing what I'm asking him to do." Right, but, and, anyway. and and again, but again, that's that's not unique to him. There's there's been sure. plenty of managers who've had to deal with that and find a way around it. I agree with you. Look, I think it, I I always wondered why Ichiro had so much power within the 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 structure of the team. But I I think with with Hargrove, I don't think that was the way to handle it by yeah. quitting. So they they are just playing great baseball. Yeah. Hanager, I mean, I can't believe I don't know what what's the latest the the latest uh uh the voting. He was like he's. Like ninth or tenth or something. Yeah, I, I don't he's know. Way, he's way back, mm-hmm. and uh, he should be. Healy said it after the game. He should be in the All Star game. Uh, if he's not in the All Star game, it's criminal. He and Segura should both be in there. Uh, but I was thinking back to 2007. So you think back that this is the last time there were 20 games over 500. The Sonics were preparing for their final season. Let me think about that. They were entering their final year. They just had drafted Durant. They were going in their final season. The Seahawks are about to start a 10 and six season. Uh, with Mike Holmgren, they win the division, or excuse, yeah, they win the division. They lose in the divisional round to Green Bay. I believe that's the game they get up like fourteen nothing in the snow, and then they get boat raced after that. Uh, your guy Tyrone Willingham is about to lead the Huskies to a four nine season. Mm-hmm. Another great tenure for him. Uh, you know what happened two months earlier? The last time the Mariners were twenty games over five hundred, fact happened June nineteenth of two thousand seven. No Sonics related thing. Uh, no, not even a sports related thing. Oh. You 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 have one right to your left. Uh, the laptop, the, the iPhone, phone, the iPhone, the came iPhone out. was released two months mm-hmm. before that, August twenty fourth, and the so Mariners were twenty games over five hundred. Russell Wilson has it was redshirted mm-hmm. at North Carolina State, two thousand seven. Pete Carroll was starting to enter his seventh season as the USC football coach. That's unbelievable. Yeah, if you look at the lineup, can you remember? I mean, there are two guys that are still with the team in a way. Felix and Ichiro mm-hmm. that are still around. Um, could if for closest to the pin, could anyone name who had the most RBIs on that team? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Wasn't Sexton, was it? No, but he, he was on the team. He and he had because the, the idea that Richie Sexton bombed his whole time here is is one of the great fallacies of Bay. He had actually three, I think, really good years. Ding ding ding. Wasn't he, Sexton though always the guy? He did. He did. You're right. He had good numbers, but it was always like. 
post All Star like in August when they were out of it. Yeah. The numbers. Yeah, he had some of that. Adrian Beltre. Oh, close though. Raul Abanez. Oh, how about that? Led the team in RBIs that year, a hundred and five. Who led the team in home runs that year? Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre, twenty six. Hey, speaking of Raul Ibanez, uh, uh, Puck, would you do you have the bell handy? There's a big Raul Ibanez oh. feature in this month's Mariner magazine that you can buy. There you go. When you go to the game tonight, you can pick it hey. up and you can go. Hey, whatever. What's Raul doing now? And we, we talk about Pearl Jam. We talk about Warren Zevon. I happen to write it. I just brought that up. There we go. There it is. Pick there it up. Mariner's magazine tonight. There you go. Thank All right. God. You know that Ichiro is going to lead the team in hits in 2007. Mm-hmm. I, I'll I'll give you five dollars. Hell, I'll give you twenty dollars each. Twenty bucks? If, yeah, twenty dollars each. If you can name who was number two on the team in hits, Jose Vidro or Jose Lopez? Oh, damn it! You owe twenty bucks? No, but you got close. <laughs> Is that right? Jesus mother! Which one was it? It, it wasn't either of those. You got. Was ah. there a third Jose that we're overlooking? Jose Guillen. Yeah, but you you only got one guess. Oh, Jose Guillen. Come yeah, on. You didn't guess, and he named it. Yeah, I, I would. Jose Guillen. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> 172. It's got to When you went Jose, I'm like, son of a... I don't have 20 bucks on me right now. <laughs> All right, I'll give you another $20. This for real? Okay. Okay, this for real. 20 you get one. You each get one guess. All right. All okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Who led the team in wins? <sighs> I'm so terrible at this stuff. Man, it's obviously <laughs> not Felix. Because he wouldn't be asking. You're right. I, I will give you it's not Felix. How about that? This is difficult. <laughs> hadn't traded for Bedard yet. Bedard. Be Bedard. Bedard never Bedard. let him in anything. Bedard. I mean, yeah, come on. Five innings yet. and 100 anyway, pitches. Was, Bedard's out. Early, you let him yeah. in being a pud. Close. Anybody? Got a guess? I, I'm, I'm terrible. You're out? No, I don't yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always terrible. Gosh, I, I, do. I never can remember. Right. I can't remember. I, I can't remember what I had for I breakfast. Joel Pinheiro. Who left the team on wins last year? I have no idea. Who won the U.S. Open last year? Why don't you get that on me? Yeah. He was probably gone at that point. Miguel... Batista? Batista? Oh, Miggy. Miggy, wow. 16 wins. Another guy who had, yeah, a decent yeah. little, yeah. I mean, they had some talent on that club, and like I said, it still bothers yeah. me that over over a dispute with Ichiro, if that's how we want to put it, that Hargrove just walked away. That just seemed like not the right way to handle uh, The team who uh, who had the most losses on that team, because I just lo- I always love this guy. Oh, we're still playing. I know, because it's fun. It's a fun game. 2007. Yeah, uh, Washburn. Jared Washburn. Oh. Jared Washburn. How about that? He had a huh? good year a couple years later then, didn't he? Uh, Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. What did he do? He did something. He stepped in it one night, Jared too. Washburn. He got all bent out of shape uh, about something after He always got bent out of shape about something. There was always yeah. there was always something that was going on with him. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Seager missed the game. What, personal issues, I guess? Yeah. Hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he gets back uh, back in time. Uh, pitching matchup tonight. You've got uh, Felix versus Price tomorrow. It's Paxson, Purcello, LeBlanc, and Wright. Leak versus Rodriguez. Oh, I got the other, not yesterday, but Tuesday. I went down to the old ballpark to shake some hands and talk mm-hmm. to some people. Yeah. Had a nice chat with our guy, Wade LeBlanc. Did you? Yeah. Did, we, you, did you make up oh, and or, or clarify? Well, we'll save it for later. Yeah. We talked about the catch-up on the stake incident. And, and You're damn right. Yeah, well, we're, we, we don't get to hear that now. Not yet. All, All right. right. We got more major sports news, guys. All more. Right. Major sports news, breaking major sports news. Final mini camp practice today, correct? Right? I believe so, yeah. yeah I think it's. I think today is the final day, and uh, I think I, there was nothing that really kind of came out of yesterday, and I was like reading through all the stuff and all the, the guys on Twitter. Other than, I guess, what got some of the headlines was KJ Wright talking about his contract. I want to be here, of course, and, um, you know, the Seahawks know that, and whatever they want to do, they'll do. It's my job to be the best that I could be to um, make sure that KJ and this defense is good and um, they know what it is and 
Yeah, let's let's get something done. <laughs> you said they don't. Yeah, um, and I don't talk about it, and uh, nothing has been said yet. I love. So KJ, he went third person there. Did he? Did he go a little third person there in, little, during that? A little, that little bit. Bite? Yeah, a little bit. But he also sounds like. Uh, I think my, what more fans want guys to sound oh, sure, like I in that it. situation, yeah. Because yeah. it's a similar situation that he is with Earl Thomas. Mm-hmm. That he's entering the final year of his contract. They roughly, well, they're the same age. Yeah, yeah, they're the same age. Money, Earl makes a little bit more, but KJ Wright's taking a different approach. Yeah, KJ's saying, no, I'm going to be here. This is, you know, this type of this time of year yeah. is important for any athlete." In a in a, a point in Earl's corner, I thought Bucky made a great point. I don't know if it was this morning or two days ago. It's running in their promo right now, where he says, "Look, Earl wasn't the guy saying I'm not paying attention during meetings. I'm reading a book. I'm not buying it anymore." I mean, you know, to his credit, this is a guy who has not gone off on that road like some guys have. And and all he wants is is a race. Okay, let, now, now I'm not going to take a side. What's mm-hmm. worse, uh, an athlete saying I read a book during a meeting, mm-hmm. or a player that after you won a pivotal game, mm-hmm. yeah, and which kept your playoff hopes alive, is on video going to the other team's locker room it's saying a, I want to play for you. It's a fair point, but again, if they if that had upset them, well, they, what's what's worse though? Well, but but for a minute, let's just say if that had upset them, it clearly didn't upset them enough to trade him. To well, think, hey, we got to well, get him out of here. Well, they tried. I think they probably tried to. They just didn't get what they want. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have. An, first of all, I don't know how much I believe Michael Bennett, and I think all these mm-hmm. guys tap out and don't believe him. Right. It's much worse what Earl Thomas did. He went up to a head coach after they won a huge game and said, "Come get me." Yeah, that's well, that's idiotic. I, I I agree with that. But in terms of if you're bringing a book into meetings and young guys are looking at you and saying, "Hey, this guy, a veteran leader, is not paying attention to what's going on in here. Why should I bother paying attention?" That yeah. can be something that can spread through a team. I didn't like what Thomas did either, and it's a great counterpoint to what I was saying. I agree with you. Yeah, there. I I'd have, yeah. I, I guess both is probably not is not good. It just seems <laughs> it just seems like I don't know. I mean, I I understand what Bucky's saying and get mm-hmm. that, but. The worst thing that any of these guys did last year was Earl, in my opinion, was mm-hmm. Earl Thomas. I mean, mm-hmm. that was that was that was awful. I mean, the guy went went to the other guy's locker room. Right. Right. All right. Uh, before I think my headphones just blew out. Were we having headphone troubles today? Uh, well, actually, I can't hear anything. It sounds to me like maybe the Facebook guys have gotten Facebook. in now, and you know, because I tagged them in the poll question, they may be upset with you. And look at you—you you look like an old school broadcaster there. Nothing they're, works. They're with the jacket working. Yeah, so I can't hear anything. That's fine. That's good. You know what we'll do? Puckett's we'll jack is it. off. Puckett's jack is off. Okay. We're going to persevere minute. through it. Is that okay? Yeah, I think you can say that. So big news also yesterday and major sports news. Major sports news. You tell me when to bring it down. Bring it okay, down. bring it down now. Uh, you tell me about the World Cup. What happened yesterday uh, in Seattle there, Jackson? Yeah, so it was a big meeting between uh, uh, the Puget Sound Civic Leaders, they said. Uh, Jenny Durkin, the mayor, was part of it. Dow Constantine, the city executive. Adrian Hanauer, Sounders FC owner. Uh, and they all met and talked about the United States and United 2026 getting the World Cup bid. I uh, got some audio here from Adrian Hanauer because the big problem yes, you know, is, is installing grass at CenturyLink Field for a tournament of this size. Mm-hmm. First, the uh, it's been fantastic uh, over <laughs> over the course of time. Second, uh, we will have more time to prepare, you know, than at times in the past. Third, technologies are changing. There are there are even new technologies today that there weren't five years ago. That you know, larger trays, more stable trays. Um, that that U.S. soccer has been working with. So I I, I think that that's sort of a non-issue in terms of. 
our preparedness for for hosting. Never agreed with anything Adrian said more. I'm sure you're in my camp I think on Adrian, this one. I think, I think Adrian Howard sounded he sounded yeah. drunk there. I thought. <laughs> I don't know about you. Uh, I'll say this: I don't think this is a big deal. They've got to install grass in a lot of the stadiums they're planning on using. Uh, I. Uh, unlike some of my compatriots here, I am I am friends and and uh, and and speaking to on a regular basis with uh, Jeff Baker from the Times. So don't take this as me taking a swing at Baker. But today he put the thing in there about how in 2009 uh, they installed grass and and Barcelona almost wouldn't play. That's just part of the story. Barcelona came here in 2009. Their club was having huge political issues. They had two different factions running the club, and they fought about everything in, up to and including. The shade of red they used on the Space Needle to welcome them. They, they put red and blue lights on the Space Needle to welcome Barcelona. They're, that isn't really the shade of red. We so they were bitching about a lot of things while they were here. Getting turf installed, uh, getting the grass installed at, at CenturyLink for the World Cup is zero concern. And on the third, wasn't point, there another? Wasn't there another incident though? I there was. I thought there was yes. two more incidents. Exactly because I think it was two or three years ago they had the Copa America tournament here where they mm -hmm. laid the grass down, mm -hmm. and it wasn't good. It, it tore up very fast. It, it was just not a great situation. To Adrian's third point, which I think is the most important, there is going to be a lot greater technology, and in, in, when twenty twenty six rolls around, they'll have a lot of time to figure out this situation. They'll have a better grass situation and a better ideas, and maybe they'll just bring it up. And let it down so we'll see what happens all right uh, uh we are out of major sports news we are we are out of major sports all news. right uh because the uh well i was going to give a u.s open update but i guess we could i could give well, you we've that got one that coming up though oh, we have a u.s open update coming up i don't even have to give that not update. this hour and someone's got to fix the headphones what's well, coming up at the top of the hour it's coming up the head the u.s open updates coming up at the top of the hour well, not actually this hour they start the next hour i thought yeah i thought it started at 11 o'clock it says, it says 11 Oh, I have no idea. Maybe this is why I should read my emails. Should I read my emails? I would have thought. No, I thought I saw the same email you thought. I thought the exact same well, thing. Here's the we deal. Would have one I will, we, we will update you next on the U.S. There Open. We we'll do it. Somebody will do it. There we go. Back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Well, I thought that I got headphone gate resolved, but it's something when I turn the when I turn the mic on, my headphones get cut out. Would you like Would you like to move over here? Things no, are. No, I'm, no, I'm happy to. No, I don't We're blame good. you for being a little. We're good. No. We're yeah. good. We don't have anything coming up. Uh, you you can handle. You can handle Cliff. I I, I had. You can I, handle Terry. Yeah, I can handle. I'll handle all of that. I had a few things yesterday. You know, that kind of put me into a frazzled oh, mood. Well, yeah, when it you, can happen because when the headphones go out, you feel like you're you're naked. You're, you really you're running do. through the streets. No one can. Everyone's seeing you. And in this case, you don't have to worry about as much. We don't have as much we're doing. Okay. In the last segment, we were doing a lot. Well, we, we had a lot of audio them. there that you have to hear. Yeah, that's understandable. That we, that we couldn't play, but yeah. uh, whatever. There we go. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Open, if you want a leaderboard update, it has been just a bloodbath at Shinnecock Hills. An absolute bloodbath. There are only one, three, four, five, six guys that are under par. There are only two guys under par in the clubhouse. <laughs> Scott Piercy and Ian Poulter. Lovable Ian Poulter. The only two that are in the clubhouse. Uh, Brian Gay, Chun on you, who's an amateur, is 100 through four. Gay's 100 through five. Potter, Ted Potter, an American, 100 through four. Rafa Cabrera Bello, he's 100 through two. Uh, Eldrick Woods is about to tee off here any moment now. He's paired up with Dustin Johnson, world's number one, and Justin Thomas. Uh, other notable guys 
Rory McIlroy fired a ten over eighty today. Is that good? That's not. That's not, that's not good. Is there if any it's chance good for us? If is, that's what we did, is there any chance he's on a private plane going just somewhere and we're going to see a WD tomorrow? Uh, He'll show up and take his medicine tomorrow. Maybe, won't he? maybe. But man, that was terrible. Jordan Spieth, who still cannot putt, he uh, fired an eight over seventy eight. Phil Mickelson. That group was all playing together. Those guys were terrible. They were so they were a combined twenty-five over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickelson fired a mm-hmm. seven over seventy-seven in his work outfit, his like dress outfit that he wears. <laughs> uh, Brooks Kepka, last year's uh, defending champion, five over seventy-five. Ricky Fowler and actual Patrick Reed. These are good scores, uh, both and even Kepka really. Oh hell, even Mickelson. He's not out of it. He's only eight shots off after the first day. He's actually not that bad. Uh, Fowler and Reed both three over seventy-three. So Woods, Dustin Johnson. And Justin Thomas about to tee off right now. And again, your leaders are at one under. And we've got the World Cup is underway. Russia hammered Saudi Arabia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Five did. Five nothing? They did, yes. Can I ask an and open the, question, and though? The over, we... And the over under was three and a half? Three and a half, yeah. Yes, sir. What do you uh, my open question this is exactly what happened 14 years ago, right? Didn't Shinnecock just beat the hell out of everybody? And they're there. Because they said they made some effort to make the course a little more fun. I guess my, my question is, as a golf fan, do you like this? Do you like when they're they're really – does it bother you one way or the other? Does it matter if they're not uh, scoring? I, I like the courses being hard. The one the one thing with it happening happening 14 years ago mm-hmm. which is, is that the course got – the course was – it got away from them. They didn't manage the course. They, mm-hmm. let it get, they let the course get way too fast. Yeah, right. And they let it burn out. This isn't right. the case today. I, I, I told the, you, you. We watched uh, the, the par three that they, could, they couldn't hold a shot. Yeah, the par three where That's every guy was hitting the green and then it yeah. would roll off. They yeah. didn't water it. They, yeah, that was their right. point. They didn't water it. They they didn't listen to any of those guys talking about watering it, mm-hmm. and that's what it got away. This is it's one. It's like a tough. It's a tough golf course. It's supposed it's, to be it's tough. massively hard, right? And then it's extremely windy, mm-hmm. right? And it's yeah. the wind is blowing out of a direction which it hadn't blown in the three days of practice rounds. So there, it's all. So they have no idea what's going. And golfers hate. Like they'll play in rain. Hell, these these guys will play in snow. What they hate more than anything is wind. Right. They hate wind because they because they can't control their distance. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. you got to be able to kind of you know take a little off that seven iron and you know drop it five extra yards. Right. Five, down five yards. You know, these guys can do everything. Yeah. It, so yeah. So I think the wind is is causing havoc, but it gives guys like Woods, DJ, and Justin Thomas. I mean, right now they're looking at it. I mean, if these guys fire a four over today. That's a good score. Yeah, right. It's a right. great score. So yeah. it's awesome. It's uh, it because it, this is the tournament every year that they do make the effort to make the course yeah. the most challenging. Absolutely. It's the USGA, not the PGA, and they really go out of their way, yeah. right? To, to let's see, yeah. which I kind of like. Let's see these guys. Everybody acknowledges these guys are the greatest in the world at what they're doing. They would love for it to be even par. That's what their goal is, or right? Even, or even you know a shot or two over. Yeah, absolutely. They yeah. would love it. So uh, we'll see how this thing develops the, the rest of the day. So the World Cup's in, right? World Did Cup's you watch underway. This Jackson, I can't I, hear you, so I don't know why I'm asking. Yeah, I, I watch. You know what? Jackson I'm not and I watch some because I can't hear you. Yeah, don't talk to. Did Jackson. you watch any of it? Did you see the pregame? I did not see any of the pre because I was fighting my way down here through traffic. Oh you said you didn't like the the opening it's, ceremony. I don't. There's not much that Fox does in sports that mm-hmm. I like. Like, but did they I produce just, this, or did well, the? I I, I'm going to assume the I, organizing committee in Russia produced. this. I bet FIFA and it was Russia. Yeah. But I mean, does do they not have some type of? I don't know. Does Fox not have any say at all? They might. Then they may have been in conjunction with them. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who produced. It, it. was bad. You ever seen the Hunger Games? I've not. I'm familiar with the story, okay. but yeah. it looked like that. <laughs> That's not good. See, it looked like the Hunger Games and Robbie Williams. You don't even know who Robbie Williams I, is. I dude. couldn't pick Robbie Williams out of a lineup. I wouldn't know him if I tripped over him. He's like a late nineties, early two thousand British pop star. He's okay. like George he's a he's a George Michael Hack. Got it, okay. And he was the opening ceremony. He was the guy that 
that was it was a concert mm-hmm. for Robbie right. Williams. Sure, yeah. And yeah. a bunch of Bond girls dancing behind him, right. scantily clad, yeah. and looking like they were in the Hunger Games. And he opened up as he's walking onto the onto the pitch. See, I know my term. Very good. Walking on the pitch, he flips off the camera. He flipped off the camera. Gave the gave the camera bird. Welcome to welcome to the world. Why did he do this? Because he, he's a rock star. That's what I guess. Yeah, but a lot of rock stars perform in a lot of big venues and a lot of, and they don't do that. You know, they're like, I'm going to be as big as the moment here and not debase it. It had like, it had like a Hunger Games theme to it. And then think of a combination of this. Uh If they took the Hunger Games, (laughs) Robbie Williams. Yeah. And then Teletubbies, and they put it yeah. in a Vitamix. Yeah, yeah. And they poured that out. That's what the opening ceremonies were. Uh, it doesn't necessarily it was, sound like something I would have enjoyed. No, you. I'm going to tell you right now. You didn't see it. Yeah. You would have. You would have lost it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just bad it was. And so I'm watching that. At the same time, I'm watching the Fox coverage of the golf, which I love. And I got up early this morning so I could see the first the first action, and it just. I don't know why it drives, drives me nuts. It really their coverage is mm-hmm. just. It's just not good. It always feels God. It's way a cut too, below. Yeah, like I kind of want just ESPN or NBC or CBS Sports to handle everything because I feel like they're the only ones who actually get it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just you know they don't go over the top. They don't try to be funny. You know, I don't got anything against Joe Buck, but there's just something about Joe Buck. I just I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. So mm-hmm. him and then Paul Azinger, they just they seem to be always angry at everything. Right, right. And then like the second duo they have in there is good, like Shane Bacon and, and Brad Faxon. But and then they got Holly Saunders in there who's hugging, you know, at Chambers Bay, she's hugging players coming off the course. Yeah. She's wearing a dress that literally she should be in a nightclub in New York. <laughs> now now, now this I might is, enjoy that. Now this is gonna be rich coming from me uh-huh. saying this. But it's like, really? Like why? Are, she looks like she's going out in Manhattan at one a.m. Yeah, well, interviewing players, mm-hmm. the hugging stuff. You know that well, there's the a hug- lot of that. That's epidemic yeah. right now in this business. Is is yes, the line has been way too blurred between people covering teams and teams and 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 the people who cover them, their love for those guys. I guess we, we've kind of erased that line almost completely. I guess what drives me crazy about it is they cover everything like they cover the NFL, mm-hmm. right? But with, yeah. with the robots and the big sounds Same and the music. booms and they, all that. Yeah, just can you cover golf like how it should be covered? Should you cover soccer how it should be covered? Right, exactly. Whatever. Each sport's different. Each, yeah. each sport should be treated different. Yeah, like, I don't need to see, need to see the robot in in the World Series. Yeah. Yeah, Cletus. Yeah, I don't. You don't need to see Cletus. No, I think I can pass. That's a hard pass. <laughs> yeah. All right, come up in eleven o'clock hour. We'll have a uh, conversation with our guy Cliff Favor. Also, it's a thirsty Thursday. It's a Zeke's Pizza and Beer Thirsty Thursdays. We uh, roll into the second hour of the radio program. It's Sports Radio KJR's EQC No Thursday. Win a hundred bucks now. We're taking the twelfth caller at 206-286-9595. That's the kind of fun and games we have around here. Powered by the Emerald Queen Casino, the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Northwest.